Well, good morning, Greenwich. Today's Monday. It's September 7th. It's Labor Day. And uh, as you'll see from the whiteboard behind me, I'm going to take a little bit of a day of rest after a pretty full weekend and a full Sunday. Uh, what a joy to be gathered together with many uh, in the sanctuary yesterday morning. Uh, we were nearly full at the 9 o'clock service and we were completely full at the 11 o'clock service. And what a joy uh, to be gathered together again, seeing uh, old faces and some new folks that we had uh, never met before uh, came to the 11 o'clock service. Uh, what a joy. The Greenwich opens its doors and again the community uh, continues to come. And so uh, as we gather up, I do want to read a morning psalm and uh, going to give you a little, uh, little teaser of what's to come this week. Uh, Psalm 37, it's a little long, um, but it's really a good one. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> and at least you'll, there'll be one verse that you'll understand why it's a favorite of mine. You'll hear it. This is a Psalm of David. Do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For evil men will be cut off, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy great peace. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them, but the Lord laughs at the wicked for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked, for the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The days of the blameless are known to the Lord, and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. But the wicked will perish. The Lord's enemies will, like, will be like the beauty of the fields. They will vanish, vanish like smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be cut off. If the Lord delights in a man's way, he makes his, step his steps firm. Though he stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely, their children will be blessed. Turn from evil and do good, then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. 
They will be protected forever, but the offspring of the wicked will be cut off. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous man utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks what is just. The law of his God is in his heart. His feet do not slip. The wicked lie in wait for the righteous, seeking their very lives. But the Lord will not leave them in their power or let them be condemned when brought to trial. Wait for the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land when the wicked are cut off. You will see it. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a green tree in its native soil. But he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless, observe the upright. There is a future for the man of peace. But all sinners will be destroyed. The future of the wicked will be cut off. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. Psalm 37. Love it, love it, love it. It's that verse about the meeks shall inherit the land. So, always like that one. Um, it is a psalm that is in the context of Israel and probably in the context of possessing the land or the difficulty of possessing the land. Okay? And so, God promised the land to Abraham, and, and, and he journeys to the land. They, they get down into Egypt. Moses leads them out of Egypt. They wander in the wilderness. They finally get to the land. There's people there. And so Joshua, God through Joshua, leads uh, them to drive the people out, but not fully. And so there's always some tension. And so... The, the, the psalm in some way reflects the ongoing tension that the people of God will have with the world around them. Not everybody thinks what we're about is uh, something good. <laughs> and so there are always enemies. There's always some opposition. There's always hostility to the project that God is about. And so David, it's kind of in the context of inheriting the land, possessing the land, etc. The wicked are in the land, but they will be there not for long. Okay, they'll, they'll, they'll vanish like the flowers of the field or the grass of the field. There, there's this phrase in the early verses, do not fret. Three different times, do not fret. Do not fret because of evil men. Um, do not fret when men succeed in their ways. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. And so there's this, this kind of a, an anxiety when things aren't going the way we want, when we find opposition to our dreams, our hopes, our visions, either personally or collectively as the church in some way, anxiety uh, results. And then out of that anxiety, out of that fretting comes activity. And sometimes it's activity that is helpful and holy, and sometimes it's activity that is not so much. And so this is a psalm that guides to wisdom, guides to humility, guides to trust, trust in the Lord with all your heart, <laughs> dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you, 
He will give you the desires of your heart. Not like, oh, I want a new car, so he's going to give it to me. He's going to change your affections away from wanting power over people or all the prosperity, kind of the things that the world seems to want. And he's going to change the affections of your heart. So anyway, I would encourage you to read Psalm 37 again. The daily reading of the Psalms is helpful <clears throat> because every month you get to read this and go, oh yeah, that's right. I need to calm down when I look at the world around me or what's happening to my family or some of my dreams and goals and aspirations. Okay, Lord, help me to recalibrate, to trust in you to give my attention to you, to, to live peacefully here and trust that you're going to vindicate and, and defend and, and protect. So anyway, Psalm 37, refrain from anger, turn from wrath, do not fret, it leads only to evil. Okay, um, so this is our new mechanism right here, register at greenwichpres.org. It's just an email. Okay, so for the events of Sunday morning, we would like you to register <clears throat> for this coming Sunday, the 13th, uh, through today, Monday through Friday afternoon, either at 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Just let us know which service and the names uh, of yourself and any uh, family members or your party that'll be coming. Because it, it, Joy did a fantastic, Joy and Maria did a fantastic job of kind of managing registration and we kind of had a sense of the, the number of people that were going to come. I think maybe we had to send out maybe just one email that we were going to be full at the 11 o'clock service inviting folks to come uh, to the uh, early service. And then we're having Vespers next Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Not 7, but 6. And again, just let us know your names. We're just trying to keep a record in case there was going to be any kind of, uh, you know, s somebody uh, tests ill or something like that, we'd be able to trace back and just see who was there. That's the only reason, okay? We're, but it's it's to manage, particularly for indoors, is to manage our limited seating. We had a great time yesterday. It was really good. Um, just the, the 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 robustness of the of the house, you know, the with taking some of the chairs out, you you um, there was a little bit of an echo, but but it was, boy, when we sang with masks on, Eric and I were not masked, but everybody else had their masks on, and boy, the sound really filled the house. So if, if you're willing and able to come, would, would invite you to come this Sunday. Um, taking, the, taking the day off. Uh, had, a, had a full day yesterday morning, and then we had a, a funeral yesterday afternoon for Kaki White, our dear sister in the faith, and so praying for Bill and the family um, as we laid Kaki uh, to, to rest. Um, just found myself, woke up a little tired this morning. And so uh, here's what we're going to talk about this week, just to give you a preview and a homework meditation. So we're going to talk about the church again, but the church and the world. Okay, so now, you know, we're talking about who we are as the church, the body of Christ, the household of God, the, the temple of the spirit, all of that. Okay, now we're in the world. What's our relationship with the world? What's our responsibility, if any, to the world, okay? And so here's your homework assignment just to think about uh, this kind of overnight and then we'll dive in uh, starting tomorrow. What is our, that is collectively the church, Greenwich, but, but the church of Jesus Christ, okay? What is our relationship with the world? What is your relationship with the world as a, excuse me, as a follower of Jesus Christ? 
how engaged with the world, what, what kinds of engagements with the world ought we engage in, full on, withdraw from, um, what, what, what tension do you feel uh, with the world um, in, in different ways. And so kind of want to kind of explore this idea, this question over the next several days, okay? Um, I think it'll be a good uh, set of reflections. I would expect at least one of the days, I think it might be Friday, maybe Thursday, depending on how we progress, that um, I'll share some thoughts that hopefully will disturb you. <laughs> so, so the pastor's job is to comfort the disturbed and to disturb the comfortable, okay? And so, uh, so I'm not sure if you're disturbed. In the course of the week, I hope to comfort you with thoughts uh, about the church and the world. If you're comfortable with the world, I hope to disturb you, okay? And so I uh, would welcome uh, all feedback. So with that in mind, just as a little teaser uh, uh, for the week, uh, let's take a moment to pray. Our God, we thank you for the gift that yesterday was to us at Greenwich, gathered at a distance from our homes. I'm sure, Lord, it was able to be discerned, hearing the voices of many lifted in response to your word, in the call to worship, in the prayers, as well as in the singing. Lord, thank you for those who were able to gather Pray your safekeeping of each of our lives and watching over us at Greenwich and our sister churches. And Lord, we pray comfort and hope for those who grieve, especially for the family of Khaki White. We pray your healing grace to those facing surgery in coming days or recovering from recent surgeries and medical procedures and testing. Oh, Father, stretch forth your hand of healing, comfort, and strength. Our God, as we uh, lean into a new topic for the week, what is our relationship with the world? Thank you for the world that you've made, and we know that you have so loved the world that you sent your one and only Son, not to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And so, Father, help us to understand what a proper uh, and right and holy relationship with the world around us is and help us to be faithful witnesses and servants to the world that you've made. Lord, guide us into this new day, into this new week, and we give you thanks in the name of Jesus, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. May the God who so loved the world and so loved you that he sent his one and only Son, so that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. May that God love you and bless you this day and forevermore. Amen.